Hello, my name is Yemi. And my name is Ijoma. And together we host Africa in My Kitchen, a podcast that is produced by Tunuka Media. This fun podcast explores meals from each country in Africa. We talk about the country, discuss the meal itself, and draw from our experiences to share why we are, or are not, excited about the meal. A new episode airs every two weeks. So join us for the hits, the misses, the laughs, and the cringes as we eat our way across the continent. Come back often, share with your friends, and add the podcast to your regular podcast rotation wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, it's time for this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Africa in My Kitchen. I'm Ijema. And I'm Yemi. And today we're going to be talking about a dish from the Central African Republic. It's called Kanda Tinima, which is a meatballs cooked in a peanut sauce. The Central African Republic is landlocked in, guess where? Central Africa. It shares its borders with Chad, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Cameroon, Sudan, and South Sudan. It has a population of approximately 4 million people. The capital city is Bangui, which has a population of about 734,000 people. Mm. The Central African Republic was a French colony from the late 19th century until 1960, which is when a lot of countries on the continent got their independence. Yeah. Um, French is one of the official languages, and also like Burundi, it is one of the few minority African countries that have an African language as an official language. So food in the Central African Republic is kind of similar to dishes that are eaten in countries surrounding that area. So you have things like cassava, things like plantain, you have palm nuts, there's some form of meat eaten in mm-hmm. this case i think a lot of goat is eaten so they have goat skewers kind of like a kebab and they call that chichanga chichinga they also have karkanji which is a drink from hibiscus flowers they have ungukasa which is like a kind of mix of plantain peanuts and vegetable oh that sounds delicious actually it makes me hungry Does yeah, it? I, I can't wait for this uh covid to be over so i can fly to a lot of places at least in my head okay and go because that okay COVID. We'll, we'll blame covid as the reason why we well, can't we, go anywhere yeah let's do that we won't say it's our pockets not no not our pockets <laughs> at all it's totally covid we have an excuse yes um but yeah we one of the things we noticed about this country is that peanuts feature heavily a blended form of peanuts feature heavily in the cuisine which brings us to our main dish, kanda tinima, mm-hmm. which, as we said, is meatballs, seasoned meatballs cooked in a kind of thick peanut sauce. So to make the meatballs, you need your ground beef, onions, eggs, some peppers, habanero mm-hmm. peppers that yeah. are chopped if you're into heat, some garlic, and some salt. Now, my recipe that I followed didn't call for salt, but I just added some salt just to make sure. And traditionally, a lot of their meals did not used to use salt. Because um, from what I read, it was more, it was, salt was a scarce, a scarcity. I think I saw that as well. Yeah, so salt was a scarcity. So tra- the traditional way of making this, you would not use salt. Okay. But, you know, that makes we sense. added salt. So. We, we did because, you know, I need to, <laughs> I need salt in my life. And for the sauce, you need some cooking oil. So that could be palm oil, vegetable oil, or groundnut oil. I would prefer, I prefer to use vegetable oil, not palm oil. Mm-hmm. You also need some more chopped onions, some unsweetened peanut butter, which is like your natural peanut butter, 
some water to kind of mix the peanut butter and yeah. kind of, I don't know if the right word is dissolved, but make it into a smooth paste. Yeah, and that will be warm water. Okay. And some salt and chili pepper and some okra. The okra is chopped into, I think, like one finger would probably be chopped into two or three pieces. So they're kind of chunky. So chopped, not grated. Not grated at all. Okay. Because you don't want it to be slimy. Sounds good. Okay. So when you have all of these ingredients, you make your meatballs like you like the way you would traditional meatballs. You mix your ingredients together, shape them into balls, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Juvenile moment over. Okay. You shape them into balls and then refrigerate and allow to set. And then you start to make your sauce. Mm -hmm. Then you mix your peanut butter with warm water. And the point of that is to get it to be a smooth, consistent paste. You add that into the mix. Mm -hmm. Let that simmer for a little bit. And then you add the meatballs. You continue to cook until the meatballs are done. So you want the basically the peanut to kind of absorb yes into the meat. And also you want the flavor from the meat to go into the sauce. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because at some point I had a little bit of a panic attack when I was cooking because all I could taste was two separate things. I could like I knew what the meatball would taste like. I had an idea, but all I could taste was peanut. But as it continued to cook, I noticed that the chain, like the sauce is getting thinner mm -hmm. because as the meatballs cooked, the oils came out from the oh, meatballs and okay. thinned out the sauce. Mm -hmm. And also flavors from the meatball mix came into the sauce and tempered down the peanut a little bit. Okay. So the okra you added with the sauce. No, the okra I added with the onions. I fry them together. So you mm. first fry the onion, the okra. Okay. So that cooks through. Mm -hmm. And you can eat this with a variety of things, a sauce, but we ate ours with rice. Yeah. That was one of the recommended things. Yeah. So, yeah. And as we've said before, Ijema usually cooks and I just show up like the Con G. Like conveniently, the, after like, everything's done. Like the G that I am with my <laughs> fork in hand. <laughs> and I taste the food. So, yeah. <laughs> Which is why sometimes it might sound like I'm asking Ijema about the process. So, speaking of taste, Yemi, what oh, did you Lord. think of this dish? All right. Um... I'm going to pause purposefully and just say, I was not a fan. Okay. I was not a fan. Peanut, I understand. Mm -hmm. Meatballs, I understand. Mm -hmm. Mixing them together, I understand to an extent. Mm -hmm. But throwing the okra in there just confused my entire mouth. I was just like, why? Why is this a thing? I don't get <laughs> like, You know, my, my brothers and sisters from CAR, I love you. But I just need someone to explain how this... Mm -hmm. happened <laughs> I think at the end of the day mm -hmm. it is what we would like to call an acquired taste ah. you know it's not a d active dislike mm -hmm. but it's more I would have to eat it more than a few times maybe mm -hmm. sometimes without any other options mm -hmm. you know and then I'll be like oh you know what it's not that bad it's kind of like music that you hear so much oh. that it's it's an earworm and you can't get rid of it anymore at that point, you're like, you know what? It's actually not bad. I could actually eat this, but you okay. know. For me, it wasn't too bad. I was a little nervous because like you said, of the mix of okra and peanuts and all of that. What I did find for me that was different was the thickness of the sauce. Mm -hmm. Because I've had peanut sauces and peanut dishes before that are of African origin. But usually the peanut is like an accent. Mm -hmm. So... So you can taste your sauce. It's a peanut flavored sauce. This just felt like peanut, 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 peanut. And I love peanuts, but it just, it was a little bit thick for me. 
Um, the okra, I didn't mind as much as I thought I would. Maybe because it was cut into bigger chunks. And and it, but it wasn't slimy. It was, that, that, that was, was that I, was fantastic. I, like, yes. it wasn't slimy. That's why I, I liked it. That was interesting to me because mm-hmm. that was different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I like that it wasn't slimy. And I think that helped me appreciate the dish a little bit. Um, I'm used to... So, here's another thing, though. I'm a big fan of stew. So, when I'm eating... Like, in Nigeria or in a lot of, West, in a lot of African countries, we eat rice with a tomato-based sauce that we just call generically stew. Mm-hmm. And I like a lot of stew with my rice. And so I think I did the same thing. I put a lot of sauce with the rice. But I think I don't need as... I wouldn't have needed as much sauce mm-hmm. with the rice because it was just pretty concentrated. I'm okay with the dish. I think I could eat it again. I don't have a problem with it. It's not my favorite so far, but I didn't dislike it. So like, let's say I went into a restaurant and I saw it on the menu and I was in CAR. I might not eat it. Mm-hmm. But if you offered it to me at a, an event or something, I wouldn't say no. Admittedly, this is part of the journey, right? Yes. Like you are trying to different dishes. Mm-hmm. We are trying different dishes. We are experimenting to a certain extent. We're trying to be as close as possible to the original as much mm-hmm. as we can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of this might be a function of how we made the food because don't forget, like we're actually just using someone's recipe. Mm-hmm. So it could be some function of that to some extent. Here we got the main elements right. Like everything that was supposed to be in the mix was in the mix. Yeah. So I think it may just be an issue of the elements. That said though, I really enjoyed the meatballs because for someone like me, I tend to go extra when it comes to seasoning meat. I find as much, I like my my meat very flavorful. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like with Seswa, what I said, where I was very surprised at how simple that dish was. If you haven't listened, Seswa was um, what we covered from Botswana Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks back. But it was the same thing with the meatballs. It was just onions, garlic, salt, pepper. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice. You know what? I'm fairly sure that at some point... Personal preferences and bias do play a part. Yes. Because in my mind, the moment I heard okra, mm-hmm. I think I had mentally switched off a part of my brain. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I tasted it. I was like, oh, you know, this. I could get used to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably wouldn't eat it just off the bat. But that's part of what makes this podcast so much fun. Mm-hmm. Because then you get to try things that... Normally, you may not have. Mm-hmm. And while also discussing it with, obviously, with a friend, mm-hmm. but discussing it with you guys as you also follow us along this journey. Exactly. Just to make it clear, we're, we don't know. We haven't tried these dishes before. No. So first we're exploring, taste, yeah. First taste is literally the first taste. Like, when yep. we're tasting it, we're taking notes right away and, like, doing voice notes. But, yeah, first taste is first taste. And you're getting the raw... The filtered version. <laughs> well, it's really a bit filtered. We, we, you know, we need to, we need to be nice. But people from the CR, we love you. Please don't come for us. Maybe it's the way we made it. We're not sure, but this was. It was n- nice. I feel like we're apologizing a lot. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, like, the truth is, different people have different preferences. For me, obviously, I like things more sweet, more spicy, mm-hmm. um, and it's not the same. So I'm like more savory. Mm-hmm. Also, because I've grown up having okra in a certain way, mm-hmm. having it in a different way, my mind automatically assumed that that was how it was going to come through. Remember Angola? Exactly. It was <laughs> going to be slimy a little bit. It's going to be drawy a little bit, but it wasn't. So my brain was a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. So that being said, the peanut itself and the meatballs i do hear exactly what you're saying the peanuts came out a little strong for me Mm -hmm. 
um, which is different because I have not had a lot of peanut based dishes. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm coming from a different experience where I've not had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite thing about this was that it's reminded me of how fun this journey is mm. in that we're tasting so many things that we're not necessarily used, used to. to. Yeah. That's the exciting part of this. Mm-hmm. You may not like everything you yes. taste. Right? Yes. And it's not even just tasting things we're not used to. We're tasting combinations we're not used to because That's... everything on this the ingredient list you have had before. Oh, I have. Just not in this way. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. thought that was very interesting. You know what? If you have not made any of the dishes we, we've made, make, make this one. Make kandatinima, yes. Make this one. You can find okra in like your local store. Make this one because honestly, I just want to make sure that I'm not kind of on my own lonely island <laughs> here. Um, so yeah, you've, if you've not had the opportunity to make any of the dishes we've put out so far... This one is a must-make. Exactly. You know, you have to feel the same feeling we're feeling. And it could be a different feeling. Yes. But, you know, you have to come along with us, people. Don't just leave us hanging. Don't leave us hanging. No. We can't be the only ones doing this. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) What I did want to say before we wrap up was thank you so much for everyone that has listened so far. As that um, this week we crossed 200 downloads. So it is fantastic. The feedback has been amazing. The followership has been amazing. You guys have been so good. And we truly and truly appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. We do. So yeah, just want to say that. Cheers to you guys. You guys rock. Yeah. Kanda Tinima to you, Ijama. Kanda Tinima to you too. And Kanda Tinima to all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, friends. As a reminder, the podcast is released every two weeks. Follow Tunica Media on social media, including Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with us and be on the forefront of upcoming shows and program schedules. Links are in the show notes. Africa in My Kitchen is produced by Tunuka Media and co-hosted with 234 Pantry. So while on Instagram, follow my page, 234 Pantry, for more food-related content and fun facts about dishes and ingredients. Tunuka Media also produces another show called Overlooked, which I host, with more shows on the way. Like and subscribe, and if you learn something new, support the show by giving Africa in My Kitchen a high rating wherever you listen. This helps the show grow and gets more people, just like you, to learn also. So until next time, bye!